welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's always knitting and running in 30 minutes or less. You can find me as Windswept Monique on Ravelry and Instagram, or as Windswept Knits on Facebook and Twitter. Show notes can be found at my website at windswepknits.com. Hello, and welcome to episode 81 of the Knitting on the Run podcast. Hello to all you returning listeners, and welcome to any new listeners. I'm so glad to have you. I am recording this the morning of Friday, June 26, 2020, and I am currently accompanied by uh, Callie Girl here. She is my deaf cat who is nearly 19 years old, and she's currently trying to groom me while I'm recording because she doesn't get a lot of one-on-one time with me away from the kiddos who are currently being occupied in another room. So we're going to leave her be. You may hear a yowl in the background, and I'm hoping she stops. Oh, Callie, no, stepping on the keyboard um, and doesn't stop the recording on me too many times, but we'll just leave her be. So topics this week include a new pattern launch, the end of the Be a Helper craft along, whips, knitting fail, spinning, wearables, out and about, and if we still have time, then I will do a quick on-the-run segment at the end, but as always, this podcast is knitting and hopefully running in 30 minutes or less. So first up, there is a new pattern alert. Woohoo! As at the time you are hearing this recording, I have a new pattern available through Notions Magazine. That's Notions with a K, K-N-O-T-I-O-N-S dot com. The pattern is named Four Spacious Skies, and it's knit using a gorgeous muted dark red, blue, dark blue, and white colorway from Birdie's Knits named Old Glory and a small amount of white yarn. I found this Old Glory colorway and Birdie's Knits, this independent dyer, at the very first Stitches United back in Hartford, Connecticut, several years ago now. And I was so excited. I had never met a hand dyer who worked in anything other than wool. And being highly allergic to sheep, as many of you know, wool is not an option for me. This colorway reminded me of 4th of July parades with my grandparents and my great-grandmother on Cape Cod, of summer beach days, Friday night band concerts with the whole family, and going to, to the beach with everybody, building giant sandcastles and riding the waves. So the pattern has a um, star pattern on the upper back. You work the star first in the round from the center out. And then you use short rows to make that star circle into a square, and that is the motif that you wear on your upper back. The remainder of the top is worked top down. You work the um, shoulder straps and bust area first, back and forth to the underarm. Then the whole piece is joined in the round and worked in a circle from the um, underarms downward. It's designed to be worn with um, between negative one and negative three inches of ease. So yes, negative ease fitted across the bust. And it is available in sizes, um, bust sizes, 32 inches to 60 inches. That's 81.5 centimeters to 152.5 centimeters. And I need to say a huge thank you to all my test knitters. You ladies are amazing. Thank you for your incredible feedback. You're wonderful. You really are just so invaluable. So thank you to all of you. And the pattern is available as of right now for the July 2020 edition of Notions Magazine. And you can go to notions.com, that's K-N-O-T-I-O-N-S, dot com, to take a peek at it. Of course, it's, um, you know, listed in Ravelry. I think it's listed on Payhip and maybe one or two other places I don't have access to myself. 
but um, you can definitely go check it out. And I would love if you do, if you have a second, if you could go um, and Ravelry is safe for you to use right now, if you wouldn't mind going and viewing it and um, clicking on favorites or adding it to your queue, that really helps get the pattern in front of other people. And I would be extremely grateful if you would take a couple minutes to do that. And of course, if you're interested, I would absolutely love if you bought the pattern. I am especially excited for having For Spacious Skies in Notions magazine because this is my first garment published in any of the um, big knitting magazines out there. So this is really, really exciting. And I am so thrilled to be a part of the Indie Dyer issue. All of July, all of the July 2020 edition of Notions is Indie Dyers. So um, when I when I knew what um, Jody and the staff at, at uh, Notions were asking for. And I happened to have this yarn, or know of this yarn from um, Birdie's Knits. I knew, I knew I had to make this pattern. I was so excited. And luckily it worked out great for everybody. On to the Be a Helper Craft Along. Well, we extended it a little bit and I ended up forgetting to close the thread. So I ran an extra couple days as well on top of the um, originally mentioned extension. So uh, awesome. Good for you guys. As long as the thread's open, keep putting stuff in there. If you find that I've forgotten to lock the thread, put stuff in. It counts. And I know a couple of you did that. So good for you. I'm going to go ahead and award the last two prizes today. So those two pattern, those two prizes are um, one pattern of your choice from Jennifer Lasson's self-published patterns. And um, that uh, Jen is also often known um, for her podcast, Downseller Studios. She's an awesome person. Her patterns are great. I've knit several of them myself. I highly recommend them. And the other prize to give out is I have some uh, bats, not bats, I'm sorry, some slivers of cotton uh, that I'm going to uh, let the winner pick from a couple different colorways that I have here. And it's up to you. If you're a spinner, then you could spin it yourself. And if not, I will be happy to spin it for you. The one caveat to that is if you'd like me to spin the yarn, spin and fly the yarn for you, I'm happy to, but I'm going to wait till after the first tour de fleece. For those of you who may know, I'll cover this more in the, sp in the spinning section, but tour de fleece, uh, has been kind of broken into two parts. So one starts tomorrow, I believe, and is running the initial original tour dates, the pre-pandemic tour dates. And another set is going to run in September uh, during the, hopefully the world can have a bike race tour dates. <laughs> and I don't have those dates on hand, but I'll put them in the show notes. But I am going to be post, I'm going to be participating in both of those. So once Tour de Fleece is, the first Tour de Fleece is over, I will be happy to spin the yarn for you. Choose a number between 2 and 66. A random number between 2 and 66 is 13. Choose a number between 2 and 66. It's 49. Okay, so 13. You will get you will be winning the pattern from Jennifer Lassonde, and that goes to Knitting Travels. Yay, Shelly, congratulations. Um, for post number 13, you had knitted knockers, and you were, actually, this is the post where you were at the Lamb's Loom, and you were doing a presentation um, for your the all-volunteer nonprofit yarn store down in McAllen, Texas, so congratulations. I will, um, if you get in touch with me, I will pass your information on to Jennifer, um, thank you, Jennifer, very, very much for sponsoring. I really appreciate it. And the second pattern, sorry, the second winner was number 49. And that is DM Brown 240. Danielle, congratulations. You crocheted up a lovely afghan from um, Blue Granny Squares. It looks great. I know you've been, you've made 
tons of these for charity over the past several months. So Danielle, I do happen to know that you are a new spinner. So why don't you go ahead and get in touch with me and you can let me know if you would like um, the fiber to spin yourself or you would like it me to spin it for you. And I will show you the three colorways that I have and you can pick which one you are interested in. Works in progress. I've been working on a whole bunch of different stuff on the past few weeks. I've been putting a lot of time on the lace weight boxy whenever I'm on a Zoom call or a conference call or FaceTime or Skype or all those sorts of things. So it's now just about 16 inches long. So I'm getting to the point where I'm debating how long I want to make it because I'm a little bit on the shorter side and I have a, I have a short torso. So I tend to make my tops a little bit shorter than the average person. I may actually go ahead and, and put it on scrap yarn and try it on or, you know, at least, you know, try to you know, hold it up and maybe have someone else photograph it so I can see what it looks like. But I'm really excited because I finished up. So the yarn I'm using to back up is a 2000 yard skein of hand spun, sorry, hand dyed yarn from Spinaway Farms. And it's a bamboo lace weight yarn. It's very, very thin. And I'm knitting this pattern up on size two needles, which is, I know, much, much smaller yarn than um, Hohi Locatelli calls for but I'm really enjoying working with this yarn. And there was so much yarn in this skein that when I caked it up on to my ball winder, I had to actually break it in three. I had three different cakes out of those 2000 yards. And just a couple days ago, I finished up the first cake, which is really exciting. And I started the second one. So I am at least, I've got to be almost 700 yards into this project and I haven't even hit the sleeves yet. So it's coming along beautifully. Probably do another inch or two. Oh, sorry, here's the cat but um, I'm enjoying it very much. The papillon shawl, also known as a butterfly shawl. Papillon is um, butterfly in French. I have started the second section. I'm working this up in Barocco Medina that I bought at the yarn patch down in Crossville, Tennessee last year when I was attending Into the Wool, the fiber retreat, and also a gold tensile yarn from Artisanal Yarns that I bought up at Rhinebeck a couple years ago. I am definitely enjoying this. The rows are a lot longer already, even though I'm only in the second section. And so with kids around, you know, it's not the kind of pattern you can work on while your kids are saying, hey, mommy, look at this. Mommy, watch me. Mommy, I need help with my math. So I haven't spent as much time on it as maybe I would like. But school is now officially out for the season, so I shouldn't be having to be helping too much with nouns and pronouns and spelling and phonics and math and stuff like that. But now I'm going to be getting a lot more of the mommy watch me kind of stuff. But I'm still hoping I can get a good amount of time on this one because it's beautiful. I just I love the way it's coming out. A new work in progress is the Goldberry Shawl. I started this new crochet pattern last week. I went to a great yarn, the yarn shop down in Chatham, Massachusetts, and I'll talk about more about that later. And I made my own gradient kit with yarn that I found there, uh, four different colors of baby hand dyed by Fazy Yarns. And about two or three days ago, maybe about five days ago now, I finished up the first color, which is a white, and I started the second color, a variegated skein of white, light blue, and light gray. After that, I'll have a kind of a light to medium turquoisey color, turquoisey blue, and then a variegated turquoise that goes a little bit darker, but in the same color family. Um, I'm really happy I'm on the second colorway. The white was getting a little bit boring, and while my crochet techniques have greatly improved, crocheting in white is not my favorite thing. It, it, it's, it's pretty, but I'm really glad I'm onto a different color right now. And I've, I've never crocheted in a variegated yarn before. 
So I'm really enjoying seeing how the colors work up differently than they would if I were working in a knitting pattern. Now the repeats of color are very small, so you're only getting one, two, three stitches out of any one color, but um, it's still really fun to see it work up. And I'm finding that the, the this new colorway is going um, faster, probably because I'm finding it more interesting, but it's beautiful. I can't wait to see this grow and I can't wait to wear it. I've also been working on my Triang shawl. This is a an old whip that I started back at SSK, uh, which is the Knit Girls Retreat in Nashville, Tennessee, back in 2017. I tend to keep this pattern and save it for traveling, especially like airplane traveling or somewhere where there's not a lot of room and I need a small, compact project. But we have two small kids, and also there's a global pandemic on, so we don't travel much anymore. <laughs> so yeah, now, especially with COVID-19, we're not traveling at all. So I'm pulling this project back into rotation because I really enjoy it. And it's been sitting aside, not because I don't like the pattern or because I don't like the yarn, but just because it was so easy to use as a travel project. I'm knitting it up in Araucania Yumbrel, which is a lace weight yarn and a very thin lace weight yarn. And it's 100% cotton. And when it's done, this shawl will have around 2,000 yards. Um, it probably won't finish it, at least until next year. But I'm, I'm still working on section one. If you've ever done a triangle shawl, you know there's a couple, like 1A, 1B. I'm still on section 1A, and it's almost 18 inches long. I've finally been able to restart the Star Wars scarf. Maybe restart isn't quite the right word, but I've, I got new replacement needles after I broke the ones I had been working on when I knelt on them by accident trying to turn lights on and off. So I am using Line Brand's Trueboo, which is a cotton bamboo blend from a big box store for both the gray, the dark gray and the white. Thing two will be nine at Christmas. I wanted to get an easy to wash yarn and an easy to use yarn. Uh, I'm very happy with it. I'd never worked with Trueboo before, but I kind of just jumped in saying, you know what, good enough. The colors are okay. And it's a nice dark gray without being black, which I, you know, I'm, I'm not getting any younger. I don't really like knitting black like you've probably heard from a, lo a lot of other folks out there. I am still working on the blaster section of the light side chart. Um, as a reminder, the pattern is free. There's three charts available, and there are two side sections, the light side and the dark side, and then a central part with the Death Star and the Millennium Falcon in it. The ozone sweater. So this is the crochet sweater that I started and put down and then started and put down. I have worked a little bit on it, um, and that kind of leads me to... Knitting fail. So I tried to work on it a couple Thursdays ago during my weekly stitching group, which is now a weekly Zoom stitching group. Um, but apparently I cannot join crochet and talk at the same time. So the part I'm working on right now is basically, I'm going to use the wrong terminology because I'm new to crochet, but it's like little medallions, basically. And the medallions, when you crochet a new one, the last round, you link it in five places. So you end up with a circle or like a, a, a an actual circle of medallions that you wear um, just under your bust line. Uh, I screwed it up three times. <laughs> I kept I kept screwing it up and showing them and unraveling it and then redoing it and screwing it up and showing them and unraveling it. So at the end of about an hour and 45 minutes, I had completed and successfully joined one new medallion and started the very center of a second one. That's all in almost two hours. <laughs> Which is why I decided to back up a little bit and start the Goldberry Shawl. It's a little bit easier, and um, I belong to some Lord of the Rings knitting and crochet groups, uh, particularly on Ravelry. And they were 
there's a lot of brilliant crocheters in that group and they're very inspiring and, and they're also a little bit enabling and so they were like yeah you know we've seen your knitting you, you know I, we know you've done a dishcloth with crochet you, you could definitely do this this is an easy pattern it's a great first step and you know they were right um so i'm glad i've got the shawl going because it's definitely easier than the sweater spinning so i have finished my pride month spin this is something I've been saving up. I had two braids from Hipstrings Cotton Club back in 2019, and I saved them up to spin this month for Pride Month, and I took them apart color by color to make a rainbow. And then about a week ago, I started to learn to chain ply, which I finished about a day or two later. It's not the best yarn I've ever made because it's the first time I have ever chain plied, but I am really proud of it. It's definitely um, a workable, usable yarn, and I'll probably make something fun out of it. I have not measured it yet, so I do not have my totals for stash dash um, or, you know, how much yardage I will have to actually make something with it. But I really enjoyed doing this spin. It's something new I've never done. I usually just spin the braid from one end to the other um, and then, you know, split in three and ply it or buy three braids, spin them, and then ply them together. So this was a really fun way to try something new and to learn to chain ply, and I enjoyed it. Wearables. So it is definitely tank top season, finally, here in Massachusetts. We had a, a cold, wet spring, but spring has sprung, and we're now in summertime. I recently wore my Out Tonight pattern, which is a sleeveless top inspired by the musical Rent. It's kind of more like a shell that you can throw on under you know, a sports coat at the office, and then pair it with a pair of jeans to go out that same night. We had a cold, windy day about two weekends ago now, I think right after I last recorded. So, excuse me, I wore the Taking Flight Shawl, which is a pattern by Catherine Belisle and inspired by Captain Marvel, which is a movie I absolutely adore. I've also worn my Strawberry Blossoms top, um, which I still love. That is a... Um, pattern that I designed a year or two ago now. I'm losing track of dates in my mind. It's a um, spaghetti, not really quite spaghetti strap. The straps are a little bit thicker than that, but a thin strap tank top. And I love that. I love the pattern and I love the yarn. I knitted up in Kobasi by Haiku. But I've noticed after washing uh, both that and some socks I've knit in Kobasi that Kobasi itself tends to stretch more sideways than vertically, especially in garments. So I have some, an extra skein of the yellow left, and I'm considering pulling out the turned hem, knitting a couple extra inches, and then redoing the hem just to make it a tiny bit longer. I honestly don't mind being it being any bit wider, um, because I knit it with a little bit of negative ease along the bust line, so it still fits just fine. But I definitely would appreciate it being a little bit longer again. Um, I'll let you know if I decide to go ahead with that. Out and about. So at first thing, as I mentioned earlier, Tour de Fleece is starting tomorrow, Saturday, June 27th, or at least the first portion of it is. And that's running for roughly three weeks. Um, if you just Google in online, go to the RAV groups, Facebook groups, just search for Original Tour de France dates. That will give you the dates. Go ahead and join in. There's no official anything. It's, you know, it's a, it's a for yourself thing. You can choose to join groups and compete for prizes and stuff like that, but I'm, I'm keeping it pretty low-key myself. I've got some Facebook groups and stuff that I'm a part of, and which just a lot of fun just to see each other's stuff and see what we're doing and just cheer each other on. That's kind of what I'm looking for. And I'm also hoping to use the yardage for Stash Dash. My plan is to spin the remaining six ounces of 
gradient yarn that I got from Buchanan Fibers in back in January. I've spun the two greens already, and now there is sort of a slate blue, and then like, like a medium blue, and then a darker blue, and that's the remainder of the gradient colorways. And then I'll probably figure out what I'm going to knit with that yarn, because the gradients are just gorgeous. Also, here in Massachusetts, we're slowly opening back up again, while keeping our new cases of COVID-19 low, thankfully. And about two weeks ago now, I'm losing track of dates, stores were allowed to reopen for um, customers to come inside the stores. We've had curbside pickup available forever or for ages up here, but you can now actually go into the stores, although they are limiting the number of customers. And so I went to a yarn shop. It was two weekends ago now, I believe. And so that was my first visit to a local yarn store since January. And my first trip to any store, excluding grocery stores and um, a couple of trips I had to go to Home Depot for home repair stuff. Uh, this is the first time I've been inside a shop in months. And it was so nice to be back inside a yarn shop. I visited a great yarn in Chatham, Massachusetts, which is a store that I love to visit. It is a bookstore and yarn shop, and it's a lot of fun. I felt very safe. They set up a one-way traffic flow that was very easy to follow. We all wore masks. There was hand sanitizer throughout the store readily available. And I can't tell you how nice it was to be surrounded by fiber again. As I mentioned above, I made my own shawl kit with cotton blend yarns that I found, which is Baby Hand Dyed by Fazy Yarns. And I am already crocheting with them. As I mentioned, that is the Goldberry shawl. Well, we've got a minute or two left, so I'll... I'll Speaking really quick on the run, so I don't really have a lot of exercise to report, uh, but for once I have a really good reason why not. So all that gardening and poison ivy pulling that I did a couple weeks ago really helped the yard, because um, our poison ivy is like endemic this year. It's everywhere in our yard. We're surrounded by woods and a field. Um, but apparently I am really allergic to it now. Um, I've always been slightly allergic to it, like, you know, you get the rash, but... Um, I am now really allergic to it. Once I was finished, I washed myself and my clothes as soon as I was done, uh, but it wasn't enough. The uh, poison ivy got me real bad, as in my forearms looked like I had chemical burns, like someone had poured acid over my arms. It did not look like um, poison ivy. So apparently I am now extremely allergic to poison ivy. I hope you never, ever have to experience that. It was awful. So with that, I haven't been working out because, you know, anything that got the blood flowing just made my arms ache and it was not pleasant. But um, things are doing better now. My arms are red, but they're, they look like arms again. So I'll take it. Um, I started doing a little bit of um, strength training just a couple days ago. I wasn't quite sure if I was ready for for cardio. And I think, I think I'm ready to start some cardio again. But yeah, I did a little bit of like, you know, squats, clamshells the sidesteps, those kind of things, lower body strength training exercises, you know, bridges, that kind of thing. Um, but, you know, you start small and you build yourself back up again. Well, we are already about 23 minutes in, so this is a longer episode than normal for me. So I'm going to cut it off here before it gets any longer. I hope everyone is safe. I hope your families are safe. I hope you're healthy. Please, if you have a minute, go favorite or queue up the Four Spacious Skies pattern that just released, I would greatly appreciate it, or go head over to notions.com, that's notions with a K, to see it in all its full glory. Kelly, the photographer, and I think her name is pronounced Adez, the model, just did an amazing job. The two of them are absolutely brilliant. I wish I had Adez's grace. Wow, she's just stunning. 
And then Shelly and Danielle, please get in touch with me and I will get your patterns sorted out. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Keep those legs and those needles and those crochet hooks and spinning wheels moving for me. Bye-bye.